Welcome everyone to another TSR podcast. Lundy here joined as always by Roz and Rito. Boys, this one's a milestone for us. It's our 10th pod. Very nice. Very, very still nice. Wa- still kind of wild to think that this, uh, you know, COVID pastime has turned into a full social media profile, legit website, and this little podcast to top it off. Today we're going to chat this week's Grammy noms that just came out, follow up on the previous podcast album swap. And then we're going to close with some of our favorite songs and movie scenes. No time like the present, fellas. Let's get to it. Yeah, if you said at the beginning of the year that we have 10 podcast episodes done by the end, be super stoked. Super stoked. Never thought we could do that much. Pull it all off. Busy careers, busy lives. So, props to us, man. Absolutely. That's that's great. And we do have a special, uh, perhaps a special number 11 coming up. I don't know if we want to touch on that or... We're going to make uh, that well, a surprise. I mean, uh, the, the year end, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's what it's what kicked it off. It was episode one and two was our uh, favorite albums and, and songs of, of 2021. And that'll be our uh, 11 and 12, I uh, expect. So we're planning to do our first ever in-person pod. We're all going to be in the same place. Uh, yeah. so, so that's going to be super exciting for us. Um, Probably drink a few beers and uh, shoot the shit on our favorite uh, songs and albums from uh, 2022. I'm sure there'll be a very entertaining episode or part one oh, and part two. <laughs> yeah. And people yeah, people love lists too, right? Like yeah. People love five, lists. Yeah. People want to hear about the list. That's, that's the big one. All right, boys, let's dig into some Grammys here. So for those who don't know, uh, this past Tuesday, the Grammys, now in its 65th year, released its nominations. High level Beyonce led the way with nine nominations. Kendrick Lamar close behind with eight. Uh, Adele had seven, as well as Brandy Carlisle had seven. And then Harry Styles, six, Lizzo, five, Taylor Swift, four, and Abba, four. The rest yeah. is a long list of twos and threes and ones. But uh, what we're going to do here is for some of the bigger um, awards. We're going to go down through the list and give you who we think will win and who we think should win. All right. Album of the Year nominations. ABBA, Voyage, Adele, 30, Bad Buddy, Unverno Sinti. I'm probably saying that wrong. Perfect. Nailed it. Beyonce, Renaissance, Mary J. Blige, Good Morning Gorgeous, Brandy Carlisle, In These Silent Days, Coldplay, Music of the Spheres, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Lizzo, Special, Harry Styles, Harry's House. Boys, mm. who <laughs> should win this category? Um, I'll go first, and uh, I think he's I think he's due, and I and I really do hope this is the case. I really hope that Kendrick Lamar is going to get this one. I have missed him around the big steppers as a should win. Ooh, ooh. for me, I'll go Beyonce. I think she takes it. Renaissance. Yeah, should win. You think she should? Yeah, I think it should. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I should and will win. Are the same here. It's uh, I think Beyonce is going to win this. Really? Yeah, man. So yeah, yeah, I have I have my I have Kendrick as my my should. Who I think will I think I think Beyonce is going to win it. Um, I think the Bayhive has probably sent a few death threats to the Academy. So I think it'll be uh, I think the Grammy will go to her album of the year, Renaissance. 
Cool. Let's uh, let's move on here. Are we going to do song of the year or record of the year? What'd you guys do? I went record because I believe record credits everybody involved and song is just songwriter and singer. I think yeah, there's some okay. kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, record of the year nominees, ABBA, Don't Shut Me Down, Adele, Easy On Me, Beyonce, Break My Soul, Mary J. Blige, Good Morning Gorgeous, Brandy Carlisle featuring Lucius, You and Me, On the Rock, Doja Cat, Woman, Steve Lacey, Bad Habit, Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part 5, Lizzo, About Damn Time, Harry Styles, As It Was. God damn, they nominate a lot of people. They do nominate all, and like, it's really, there's a lot of, possibilities like i feel like a lot of those could win you know it really depends um personally i think the the should win again I'm, i think i think kendrick's gonna get his come up come up it's this year I'm, I'm going heart part five um i think who will win i think adele easy on me is gonna win it i think we touched on this off the podcast but like 2021 song going into the 2023 grammys a little strange i don't like it feels like forever ago i even you know listened to that album but uh yeah i think adele's gonna win that one I'm with you, Ross. The exact same split. I think yeah. uh, that Kendrick song is amazing, yeah. but I think Adele takes it. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I, I think um, same with you on Kendrick. I think he should win. I love that damn song. But uh, Beyonce doubles down here, and she also wins with Break My Soul. Oh, oh baby. I, yeah, I can see Beyonce having a big... I feel like I have this just prediction that whoever wins is going to win big this year. They're going to sweep. So I don't know. Maybe Beyonce is going to win it all. We'll see. She all right, has man, the, she's tied for the most nominations with that's her the husband. thing, right? Okay. So guys, the next one here, moving down the list. It, I don't think it's something we're going to dig into here because we only know one person on it. But uh, best new artist uh, nominees here: Anita, Amar, Apollo, Domi, and J Beck, Mooney Long, Samara Joy, Lado, Maniskin, Toby. I I'm sorry, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> Molly Tuttle and Wet Leg. We stand for wet leg here at we all, uh, TSR. Yes, I stand very hard for wet leg. Yeah. I really, yeah. I really, really I, 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 I can't say enough that I know that they should or will win that category, but as a fan, I really hope they do. I love that album. hundred percent. Great. Great album. It's one of those things, you know, it's one of the you know, it's like when we found jungle. It's like you find this group, never heard of them, these artists, and it's like they blow you away. And it's the best yeah. feeling ever. So I really hope they uh they win it big. All the other names sound fake, so they definitely got it. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's good stuff in there too. And whoever does win, if not, yeah, we'll, like, have, to dig, then, we'll uh, have to dig we'll, into it. Maybe whoever, what we'll do, yeah, maybe we'll give them a yeah. shot. You know, yeah. All right, boys. Uh, more our stream here with best alternative music album um, nominees. Here we have Arcade Fires, We, Big Thief's Dragon New, Warm Mound. I don't believe in <laughs> oh you. no, <laughs> Reed, he's doing you dirty. <laughs> no, it's just such a. It's such a hard thing. Bjork, yeah. uh, Fusora, uh, Wet Legs, Wet Leg, and the Yeah Yeah Yeahs cool it down. Um, like so wet. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say should win here is the Yeah Yeah Yeahs cool it down, and will win is Big Thief. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think, Reed? Big Thief guy. Yeah, yeah. Nine point mm. two. Nine, 9. 2 you gave it. Yeah, this is tough though. Um, want me to circle back? <laughs> no, no, I, I take, I take big thief for both. Yeah, sure yeah. would, man. You're really shouldn't wouldn't here. Um, so yeah, no, I, uh, I actually had a tough, <laughs> tough time with this one because obviously, you know, wet leg is wet leg, but 
but that but cool it down was a really really good album so for me i have should when i have actually cool it down and will win i think we didn't look at it but bjork yeah yeah i was a facade i i looked at, at the like the <laughs> reddit the ratings and the, and the reviews critically acclaimed yeah so, i guess i didn't look at that just because we didn't we didn't do like, it yeah She's such a critical darling that like she's one of those people like that just always gets nominated and seems yeah, to always and just, win. So she's just, just she's just sandbagging. She's coming in. Yeah. She's been around forever and she's just crushing yeah. all these new artists. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, absolutely, it wouldn't surprise me. But uh, yeah, is cool. Fasora like an English word? Uh, she's Icelandic. So yeah, I was gonna I say know. yeah, she's from like one of those uh, one of those places. Yeah, <laughs> Iceland. <laughs> one, of those, one, of those, one of those Eurovision. One of those Eurovision yeah. kind of places uh cool next one boys best alternative music performance we got the arctic monkeys there better be a mirror ball big thieves certainty florence and machine king wet legs chaise long and the yeah yeah yeah's featuring perfume genius spitting off the edge of the world i think <laughs> my man perfume genius i think the yeah yeah yeah's i think they should win that one spitting off the edge of the world i think they should win it Personally, I think that uh, Florence the Machine is just too much of a powerhouse. I think King's going to win that one. Interesting. Hmm. Lundy, you, <laughs> you go before me on this one. I love that we prep the podcast and read like, hmm, <laughs> what do I think? <laughs> Very, I never thought of it when that way when you said the song names. <laughs> uh, best alternative music performance for me uh, should win here. I'm with you, Roz, spitting off the edge of the world. Uh, I actually think Big Thief certainly will win this song. Win Ooh. This okay. Good win, Shez Long. Okay. Will will win Arctic Monkeys. Wow, really? we're all over the place here. I like it. I don't. I don't know this. I don't want to put anyone on the spot, but does anyone know like Big Thieves how how they've been doing in the Grammys? Are they are they have any noms or many noms or like wins at all? Or is this kind of like are they kind of uh, always in the race but they don't really get there? I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, well. I know they're very critically acclaimed. I think they might get their due here a couple of times. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe they already have, but perhaps. they're still still pretty new. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They just put out. They're, it only seems like they're around so long because they put out like fucking two albums a year. <laughs> yeah. They're just constantly I'm... making music. Best rock performance, gonna skip it because I don't think we know anyone, but go turnstile. I think I saw Ozzy in there, and that was all I saw. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I know I know a few of them. Like I know Idols and the Black Keys yeah. and Beck and all of them. I just don't know the songs. Yeah. Uh best rock song. We got Reed's Boys, the Red Hot Chili Peppers with Black Summer. Turnstile, Blackout, Brandy Carlisle with Broken Forces, The War on Drugs, Harmonious Dream, and Ozzy Osbourne featuring Jeff Beck, Patient Number Nine. Boys, who you got as the best rock song? Good win, Blackout. Will win, Harmonious Dream. Okay. I'm thinking, uh, I'm surprised you didn't go Chili Peppers there, Rito. Uh, I mean... Should win for me, definitely Blackout will win. I think uh, Black Summer got that one. I think that there's been so much critical acclaim around Turnstile that not only should they win, they will win this category. Confidence. Look at that. Should win, will win. Love to see the confidence. On to Best Rock Album. Boys, we've only reviewed Spoon, Lucifer on the Sofa. It is fantastic. I think it should win, but just running through the... Uh, nominees of Black Keys, Elvis Costello, Idols, Ozzy Osbourne, and unfortunately, 
people think Machine Gun Kelly is a rock artist. I can't he, believe I, I saw that. I was like, what? And, in the and, he, and he will probably win this because the no, so no, no, no. Please, no God, no. There's no, he's not winning that. There's no way. I would not be even slightly surprised. <sighs> But I hope Spoon gets their due because they've been around forever and they just really came with this kick-ass album. Lucifer on the sofa is amazing. Maybe maybe MGK is the next, you know, rock idol and maybe we'll have to review his album if he wins. Maybe. Sarcasm. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's kind of depressing. I'm going to say, I'm going to just double down like you guys have a few times. I'm going to say Lucifer on the sofa wins this one because it's just such a good album. I'll go yeah. with... Uh, Ozzy Osbourne takes it. <laughs> Just Ozzy, uh, sure bet. See, I'll t- I'll uh, I'll touch on the the best electronic for both song and album. I okay. I believe truly that Roofs the Soul deserves Surrender deserves best electronic album, and I believe that On My Knees deserves the best song. But I firmly believe that uh, Beyonce is going to come in with her electronic infused album, and Renaissance and Break My Soul will win both of those. So. Yes. unfortunately i think that's going to be the case she's going to take that a was, bunch of shit that was a good album too but yeah I, she's gonna she's gonna clean house this year for yeah sure. i think so i think so yeah, i think it's just she's gonna come in on a horse like yeah and she's, <laughs> she's gonna fucking kick kick the band right in the face <laughs> all right boys uh i i've personally had enough of talking about the grammys i don't really want to get into rap songs and and americana and comedy albums so if you guys are cool with it Let's just move on to our album swaps. Yeah, yep. little shout out to Pusha T is almost dry for uh, uh yeah. rap, rap album nominee. Yeah, that would be that would be nice. I I looked at the list, but there's just a couple of guys I just don't know on there, and so I was like, well, I'm not gonna really get into it. Uh, Kendrick should um, take those. I mean, so be. good, man. I still can't believe he lost to Macklemore. Oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> it's like that's so embarrassing. Like for like the world of like the the, the art. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, so yeah, last uh anyone listening to the last episode, uh me and the guys played a fun little uh game where we kind of gave each other albums um that we either thought they we'd like or just want to get our opinions. Um so what we're gonna do, we're gonna go into this segment, gonna kind of go over what we uh gave each other, we're gonna give it ratings, we're gonna kind of just a couple of notes of what how we felt or what we thought, and then see where it goes. So um, I'm going to start with old uh, Reedtron here. I gave Reed an album, uh, Deltron 3030 is the album name. Uh, it's an old 2000s album, and the album was the titular Deltron 3030. So Reed, what do you think uh, after going through that one? What, what's, your, uh, what's your thoughts? It's 3030, get my hands dirty. <laughs> um, so love the rap style. <laughs> Love the rap style, that classic 90s vibe with the like over-the-top uh, instrumental music with the horns and the flute appearance and all that stuff is super sweet. Uh, the concept album is always sweet, too. Like, uh, love that side. I ended up coming in at a 7 out of 10. Okay. Uh, one of the downfalls is just too long, man. Like, every song's like four minutes plus, and mm-hmm. I found like the last minute they were just like repeating the same shit that was in the first three minutes. I'm like, you know what? They probably could have cut that a little, little shy there. But uh, favorite song, Mastermind. Um, a few others, Things You Can Do, Madness, Memory Loss, and Love Story. But this one had like, uh, what is it, 20 songs at 101 minutes, so... It was a long one, man. And I know I'm sorry for doing that to you. And uh, they almost, it was almost like, like you said, with these concept albums, like 
they had almost like an interlude for every song. It's like there's like every song, then there'd be a break, and then you know it's it's adding to the story. But yeah, it, it definitely drags the album out. It's funny enough when I gave when I gave you this uh, this album to kind of check out. I myself really listened to my favorite song, Deltron Thirty Thirty, a lot. Like that was my song. Gave the album a couple rinses back in the day, but I use this opportunity to also go through and I share a lot of the same sentiments. Obviously, love that like me and you, we both love that kind of old school kind of sample heavy breakbeat kind of rap from the nineties and the two thousands. So I really enjoyed that. The flow was great, but again, like you said, too long. And uh, I ended up I ended up giving that around an eight out of ten. So yeah, speaking of the nineties, I also mm. gave my buddy Lundy an album from the nineties, uh, Moby Play. Also, quite a long album if you include the B sides. I assume you only did the A sides. Um, what did you think? What are your thoughts? So going into this, the uh, only thing I knew about Moby was that he could get stomped by Obi. <laughs> um, no one listens to techno. <laughs> I've heard for years. <laughs> so um, I'll just start it off with a bang here. It's one of the best techno albums I've ever listened to. Ooh, Absolutely incredible. Fucking nailed it. Absolutely incredible. Fucking nailed Blue it. Blue expect expectations away. Um, very Fatboy Slim vibes, who I know a lot more, but I found like I actually know Fatboy Slim, but this was uh you know really, really, really good. The first listen was just like incredible. And you mentioned yeah. the B-sides, which is over two hours of music. I got about one hour 45 minutes in before I realized that I was already on the B-sides. Wow. So, You're enjoying it that much. Holy so shit. I was man. really enjoying it. It was great. Uh, I was I was uh just just really excellent like easy to tell he's um just a pioneer in the industry kind of thing um my only negative is just like and i think it was kind of more of the sentiment at the time the songs are just loopy right it's it's not there's no singers there's no like there's no build there's no it's just like what you hear in in the beginning is kind of what you get and i think yeah. that was kind of kind of how it was back in at this time anyway so yeah um listening to it repetitively to do this exercise kind of began to irritate me a little, but in terms of like just throwing it on every now and then, absolutely incredible read. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend. Uh, I went on an 8.4 uh, porcelain, my favorite song. Excellent. So happy to hear that. I think I kind of maybe touched on <clears throat> like Moby was this like techno DJ. He was this like EDM guy in the rave culture in the nineties he put out, and this is so funny, and I, I hope you guys check this out sometime. He put out an album called Animal Rights. It was literally a hardcore album. He just did a hardcore hardcore album, lost his entire fan base, got dropped by all of his like labels. And this album was like, this is my last fucking album, and no one would pick it up. He had to license it to movies and to shows and commercials, and that's why there's the songs feel like you've known them your whole life through yeah. the 90s. And through that, they got popular, and then he had a resurgence in his career. Like, like he was on the end. Huh. He was like, I'm he's like, I'm done. And then this album came out. And yeah, same thing, man. Sample heavy, like you said, he was literally getting vinyl records and looping them and then just like singing over a few, yep. a lot of like old Southern, like soul samples and things like that. Um, yeah, I also dig this. I think I gave this one at the end of it, like a 9.2, just one of those albums, just iconic. So many songs in there that reminds me of like my childhood, almost like, or like, you know, <clears throat> late nineties. So when you, hey, when you say hardcore, what do you mean? Hardcore? Like, like metal, like turnstile yeah <laughs> like it's yeah. no way it's in, it's insane and it's i listen to it it's like this is wild but if you if an artist make takes that kind con- like diverges like that i can see he literally lost he alienated his entire fan base 
I don't know, like, because he's apparently when he was young, he enjoyed that kind of music, but he like, it's, it's why it's a, I put that on uh, yesterday. It was wild, but <laughs> this was like his like resurgence. So it's, it's a cool story, man. If you go through his Wikipedia, it's, yeah, that it, makes it, it even it, better. It, I didn't really quick. research it in terms of that. Like the, it, I just listened to the music, but, and it was great. His first, Thanks. when this album came out, his first show to, to kind of uh, market it at 40 people showed up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> And he had like 4,000 sales and then only through his agent figuring out like a licensing agreement, he started getting like 150,000 sales a week. Like it's in the music industry is nuts. It's a really cool story. It's crazy. But yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Glad you liked it. Do you want to do yours, Reed? Sure. So start with our buddy, Justin here. Mm. Um, To refresh your memory. We, so I know we, uh, we like action Bronson. So Mm -hmm. I proposed his first album. Uh, which I know you had a little bit, bit of trouble finding, but what do you think? <laughs> Man, I got to say, you know, I love action. Um, Mr. Wonderful is one of my favorite rap albums. And I can't believe I never listened to this earlier. This album is is awesome, man. Like it has the same kind of stuff. All the songs are legit, just breakbeat samples from records. And he's just spitting his like New York flow over it. He's a sight to behold, man. He's his his flow. I can't obviously quote anything he said because it's like ridiculous, but just this is wordplay and the and the topics he's he's he has a song ronnie coleman like after a bodybuilder like this kind of stuff it's just i'm a huge fan man um it got a bit weird near the end i was i had a pretty high rating and then he started like doing rasta accents and stuff and like a lot of his features i wasn't really feeling but obviously with hip-hop you're kind of bringing in your boys and like i get that but it ran a bit long got a little strange and i ended up giving it a uh 8.5 uh madness and shiraz my two favorite, but I, there are a lot of good stuff on there. Really liked it. Love that. 8.5 is good shit. Some of those songs, uh, I'm bad with uh, song names, but like Chuck Person and just uh, just sick. And then the, the throwback to Dr. Lecter, just yeah. classic, but it's a good, um, good first album to lead into uh, Mr. Wonderful. Definitely. Yeah, I'm glad I kind of got the kind of got like the uh, the preview of where his career would go, you know, like the 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 young Bronson. Yep. So then I gave, I'm probably more interested to hear mm-hmm. Lundy's reaction. I thought Excuse you'd like, me. <laughs> I thought you'd like action, but Pearl Jam, <laughs> Vitology for Lundy. Go ahead. So, um, <laughs> this was kind of the opposite effect than uh, Moby had on me. I went in with very high expectations oh, for. No. For Pearl Jam, it's been a band that I've always wanted to dig into. It's God, they got just a huge discography, um, and just you know, Rito loves them, trusts his good music. But at the at the end of the day, this just feels like a just a very good rock album. Uh, I think the lofty expectations left me a little disappointed. Um, band super tight, you know kind of feel almost red hot chili pepperish like they're just jamming they're just in in the studio just making songs just going at it like it was they feel like the chemistry is there their up tempo stuff is incredible but and i don't know if this is a hot take or not but i think eddie vetter's a bad singer man I just, oh no! I just oh, don't man. like Eddie Vedder. <laughs> I, I, some of his songs on these, uh, especially like the first three, it, it's almost like I'm I, like, have you guys seen Snatch? Like Brad Pitt? Like it, it's like I need subtitles to have any <laughs> like, idea whatsoever he's saying. And I, I don't want to harp on him too much. It's just like 
I couldn't get it, man. It was like mumble rap in the nineties for rock. Oh my uh, god! I, I, but like later on in the album, it was like weird. He was like suddenly he he became this amazing singer on like the slower songs. I don't know if it's just the way his delivery, like the way he wanted to sing. Um, but in terms of like the songs that he ended up being really good on singing, uh, were not the songs that the band were like crazy jamming and stuff like that so it never really all all came together for me um but like that's just the negatives on on an album that i would still call like a a good rock album i still settle on a 7.6 uh like you know it's something i'll definitely listen to again it's something that i could easily you know grow on me uh but after three or four listens it, it just wasn't there uh to to get that iconic feel that i kind of expected um and my favorite song was Better Man. Great tune. Shed it, I mean, snatch, great film. <laughs> Eddie's definitely a bit of an acquired taste. Uh, not understanding his words is not news. Um, yellow, <laughs> yellow and Ledbetter is a classic uh, example of that. But I mean, it is what it is. I, I love the album. Uh, there's lots of like backstory and stuff to it, but... Uh, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. It's, uh... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that that's the kind of stuff that just on this type of thing we just didn't get into. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm listening to other stuff like 10 to 15 times. I'm reading the wiki pages, watching interviews, like just to kind of really understand reviews. But this, I mean, I listened to both these albums like three or four times and that was the extent of it. Like, you know, I I think yeah, I would not be surprised if if that went up over time. And it's definitely not something that got deleted. I still keep it there and I'll listen to a few songs. It just wasn't uh, the expectations is probably what ruined it for me. Yeah, As they sure. always do with these albums. All right. My turn. Um, I'm going to start with Rito, who I asked to review Lord's Pure Heroin. Reason being that we recently reviewed Lord's latest album and Reed had mentioned that he hadn't heard this album. Um, me and Roz, I don't know so much to say love it, but think it's a great album for sure. Um, so we were curious to see what the uh, Rito thought. And yeah, so that whole dynamic was pretty interesting. Like uh, you guys were talking about our old stuff. I hadn't heard it. So like, I think it influenced your guys' ratings a little bit where I was like totally fresh and I did like it. I think it gave it 7.2, some songs I loved. One thing that stood out right away is like she really has her own style vibes. It's like super simple, like synth pop, um, some backing vocals. Her voice is like really good. She has like clicks and clangs going on in her songs, <laughs> like very simple, like nothing crazy. I think it's a great pop album. I do. Mm -hmm um what else i got here i think it's like similar similar to solar power um i don't what's her second album um called uh, melodrama i think yeah 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 like just like super like chill like not over the top like she doesn't go for it with her voice but um and enjoyed it i did uh what were the best songs i think it's like front loaded a bit like there's a couple of good songs on the back but it's like super good in the beginning i give it an 8.5 out of 10 nice wow mm -hmm. really nice i was kind of like the way you were kind of building that up when i hear clicks and clangs i'm like that's getting a fucking six <laughs> by the most i never heard a clang i've ever liked yeah <laughs> 
Favorite uh, songs are Tennis Court, Royals, oh, Buzz Cut nice. Season, Team, and A World Alone. Like, as I was going through, I was like, I gotta write this one down. It's pretty damn good. <laughs> Man, it was pretty, pretty fun. Good. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm glad you liked it. I mean, the, the whole uh, whole thing with her. I guess the big difference between that album and what we just reviewed is she's super sad on pure heroin, and she's so sad. Like, she's met. She's. I wouldn't. I don't know if it's going to say is happy, but she's definitely. Uh, it's a mood change for sure in terms of her lyrics and songwriting. So that would be the biggest change. But I definitely like this album most of hers. It's it's so damn good. And I agree with you. It's a bit front loaded, but uh, God, it's good. God, my God. Yeah, it's the the confidence she exudes and like the kind of happiness and the kind of more laid back soul power is. And that happens. I mean, you have an expectation going into these reviews. Like, why are you so damn happy? Like, I'm happy you're happy. I'm glad. (laughs) But your sad stuff slaps. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But like, you can say that, but literally fucking anybody. Yeah. I mean, it's it's sadness drives good music, man. Yeah, Uh, for sure. I'm I'm happy she was able to like come up with still a pretty good album, even though she didn't have a whole lot to sing about. So, yeah. Good, man. I'm glad you uh, liked it. Rita, 8.5 must be staying in the library, I think. It's really good. Yeah, it'll hang around. It'll hang around for a bit. Uh, so on the other side, um, I went to uh, Mr. Roz here with one of my favorite albums ever, and I am very interested what he has to say about it. Uh, Wolf Parade's Apologies to the Queen Mary. Roz? Um, um, yeah, so an interesting point, a part of uh, of doing this one is, you know, if you look at what I was giving out when I was getting like I was doing the Moby play myself to kind of get into it. I was doing Deltron 3030. I was doing Dr. Lecter, all these sample based loop based albums. So then to just throw on the Wolf Parade album, it was like just the complete, like it's like the complete opposite. Um, I honestly really, really enjoyed it. Nice. I fucking loved it, man. The, the, I, the lead singer, his, his, I don't know him, but like the, the vocal cadence he has, like he doesn't sound, and this is the thing with me when like it comes to indie rock, and this is like early indie rock, so I feel like this must have like kind of been blowing people's minds back when it came out, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. his cadence, like I, I don't, I've never heard anybody sound like that. You know what I mean? Like he is you such know, a, sorry? You know what's crazy is uh, it's actually two different singers, the whole album. Is it really? Yeah, there's a, there's actually two singers, what, and they sound incredibly alike. I was gonna say that's so yeah. cr- like I'm like, was I not listening? It's Weird. like no, they they sound yeah. super. Yeah, that's yeah. Wild. Their their guitarist sings and their keyboardist sings, and they have like it's like half the songs each. Some songs they both sing, and it is legit a little trippy how much they sound alike. I I wow. if if unless I saw them live, I would never know. Like just because yeah. I I was really trying to like understand like the way like it's like this so like his, his his voice was almost more like an instrument than like a voice like it's like mm-hmm. he's not he's not singing to hit like these like certain notes he's just it's like a part of it's like a part of the band really like that i found the way even the songs flowed in together just like a really good experience front to back compared to what i was listening to this week just raw and it just had that like really nice distorted feeling really enjoyed that um i'll believe anything still my favorite I love the music video for that song too. I looked it up. The music video is amazing. Um, runner up for me was uh Grants for Divorce. Nice. I like that one too. That was good. So uh <laughs> at the end I ended up giving it a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten, yeah. Man. Yeah. I, I dug it. I dug it. I love that, man. Damn. That's yeah. it. I, I'm glad to hear that. Like I said, it's one of my favorite albums. Uh I don't know it it 
it teeters on the top five sometimes it never quite get there but you know it's a, probably a top 10 album for me so nine out of ten i'm stoked you love that um lundy with two home runs yeah yeah me and lundy just uh, the with moby and with <laughs> yeah, like just, yeah. Really no nice. that's cool man and i tell you um if we can get to see him live i've seen him twice and it's just like it's super cool man they're just they know how to they're they're together they're like a really good band they they play off each other and it's just a fantastic show seen my club still, one are they still incredible. together that's so funny they they play on and off like they put out an album a couple of years ago but they're they're, they're like kind of old they all got like different bands and stuff like that they're not mm. but they tour as wolf parade sometimes um you know like um one of the guys the bassist for wolf parades now in arcade fire uh, oh. i don't i don't know if he's full-time there but uh yeah yeah i mean uh glad boys uh, i'm i'm stoked you both like the albums i mean i crushed I didn't, it i didn't choose off the cuff ones i choose ones that i that i liked and i'm glad you like so hopefully they both stick around for you and yeah cool um, great job good cool exercise man this is yeah like, for, even for me like even the albums again. i was even the albums I was giving out, like I was giving listens and I was like, man, there's just so much good music. Like the old stuff going back to the two thousands to the nineties, just listening to these like legendary albums. It's, it's a great time. What a treat. Yeah. We'll have to do it again next pod yeah. or the one after or something. <laughs> keep, yeah. Keep sometime, the, sometime again, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Keep the juices flowing. Okay. Brings us to our third topic of the podcast. Uh, great idea by Mrs. Steven Lundrigan. We're going to talk about songs that remind us of movies or movie scenes. I am going to turn it over to Roz for his five. And let's see if we have any overlap. Let's go, Justin. Okay. Mr. Justin here. I'm going to start at my fifth. I'm going to go down to my first. This is how I'm going to do it. Um, so my number five, uh, not really a deep, deep cut. It depends, you know, if if you're familiar with the director, Edgar Wright, and his kind of movies, Baby Driver. Uh, he kind of... At, he uses music in his scenes to kind of drive the scenes. So a uh, personal favorite of mine uh, is Shaun of the Dead. Uh, it's an older older film of his as a zombie movie, but it's a very funny zombie movie. And there's a scene in the movie, a kind of choreographed fight scene in a, in the pub uh, with Queens, Don't Stop Me Now Going. And as they're fighting, the song, it's just lined up with the song. And whenever I hear that song now, I just think of the, of the fight in Shaun of the Dead. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie. If you just look up the scene on YouTube or something, it's very funny. So yeah, that's number five. Uh, number four, number four, hip to be a square in American Psycho. When uh, Christian, Christian Bale is explaining Huey Lewis in the news. And, 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 <laughs> Such and a good is, scene. And then he just yeah. like chops the guy. Yeah. yeah. So hip to be a square. I, I love that movie. Uh, number three, I have uh, Real Hero in Drive by college and electric youth real human being you got ryan gazi over here the character he's playing this kind of ambiguous kind of like robotic character you don't really know much about him very violent and uh just the way that the movie glues up and he's driving away uh real human being uh very fitting whenever i hear that i think of the movie and vice versa okay so this is this is a rule I had. I'm only going to pick one Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> Quentin yeah. Tarantino is my favorite director, and every he's so good he kills at it. He putting it. music in movies that like you'll hear the song. Like this song is now tied to this movie forever. Um, so hopefully I'm not stepping on any uh, toes here, but I chose 
Steelers wheels stuck in the middle with you, the Reservoir Dogs. Uh, probably the you know most intense scene of the whole movie. It's Quentin Tarantino's first big film. Apparently, people actually walked out in this scene when uh, Mister uh, Mister Blonde. <laughs> Mr. Blonde uh, has a moment alone with a police officer they have kind of held as a hostage and everyone's kind of going doing their own thing and he puts on this really kind of upbeat stuck in the middle with you song and then proceeds to cut his ear off with a straight razor and uh, it's just one of those iconic scenes and one of those iconic songs for that scene so just Quentin Tarantino just doing his magic and and just lining up something so amazing and number one for me is um, Pixies Where's My Mind mm. Fight Club Again, I feel like I'll, we should put a spoiler tag in this whole section, but uh, you know that you find out that Tyler Durden, that Brad Pitt, and Edward Norton are the same guy. He's up in this tower. He's created this whole situation. He's with this girl, and whereas my mind plays, blows up all the banks, and it's just his mind is gone because he has a split personality. And uh, to me, that's like the most iconic uh, pairing of a of a song in a movie. So, yeah, those are my five. Great list. You had a few there that I forgot about. Like, there's just so many, right? Like, there's, there's, some, there's yeah, endless like, examples. When uh, when Lonnie brought this idea up, it's like a million pop up in your head. So for me, I was just thinking what what lines up the most that if I hear a sound like, oh yeah, like, or see the movie, it's like, oh yeah. yeah, this yeah, this is the best. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess I'll, I'll just I'm gonna I'm gonna run into my own five because we actually have a fairly significant overlap here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have three of your five in a little different order. <laughs> um, so kind of how I went with mine is I have two that are just personal favorites. Um, you know, probably not the most iconic scenes you'd think of, but it's what I think of. And then three are the more, you know, iconic probably on lists that have been done before. Uh, my number five is actually, I was expecting to be the only one with this, but a uh, real human being from drive. Uh, <laughs> love, I love that movie, man. I absolutely love it too. It's just yeah. like, it's, it's, uh, I actually watched it. It's just kind of, it's a peaceful moment in a very tense movie. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, it's, it's one of my favorite, favorite movies. And every time I hear that song, that and night call actually, uh, just instantly remind me of this, uh, this uh movie oh yeah um number four this is one that you didn't have um scott pilgrim versus the world uh black sheep by Met- metric um, okay yeah I, I this is one of my favorite metric songs but just the scene like it's his first battle or whatever i don't know how many of you guys have seen it but uh brie larson's on stage she's made up dolled up in like her outfit but she's made to look kind of like emily haynes of metric uh the whole scene is just great um it's when uh, Michael Sarah, Scott Pilgrim kind of realizes what he's in for and it really sets the movie off. Um, just that like crunchy guitar, like that. And it just, it, every time I hear it, it just sets me off and I love it. Uh, so that makes me think of that movie every time I hear Black Sheep. How how good is that movie, man? That, that amazing. Movie was slept, man. That movie was slept on. Like, it's a little Canadian film. It's I don't know, super stylish. I I've seen it actually pretty recently and it was it's a fantastic yeah. movie. Agreed um my number two and three are um ones that you had Roz. uh three being um where's my mind from fight club i think you nailed it i don't need to say much more number two stuck in the middle from reservoir dogs also <laughs> nailed it we don't need to talk about it anymore it's just uh well actually i do want to talk about it because it's his dance moves that really gets me he's just like yeah, like he's dancing around with the knife and just or the switchblade or whatever it is and it's just so good I can only so imagine good. what 
I, I thought about it after I say that guys that uh, of Quentin Tarantino dancing behind the scenes of um, doing the Pulp twist. Yeah, so I can yeah. so I could only imagine what he was dancing like there while fucking uh <laughs> but he was cutting it off anyway. So funny, man. It's so <laughs> uh, ter- terrifying, but funny. And uh my number one is uh from Goodfellas, Layla. Uh um, oh. just that oh man, it just kind of sets in. It's when everyone it's the movie's kind of getting to a point where it's cluing up and just everyone's getting offed and it's the 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 kind of piano kicks in and it's just the i don't know what kind of car is but the the pink uh car and it's just the two people shot at the at the start yeah. And, yeah. and it's just like then it's a guy like getting dumped out of a garbage truck and he's all <laughs> squat up and stuff and it just goes on and on and it's just such an iconic movie but it's also like scorsese is just also so good at music in the way that tarantino is as well um so that's that's kind of my top five uh layla getting the number one as i don't really attribute it to anything else but goodfellas the other two songs I actually like and hear every now and then damn it's a really good list a lot of crossover i was really you know i i figured he you might go or one of you might go with reservoir dogs but uh, the the intro to Pulp Fiction, it's called Dick Dale. It's called M- Miserloo, like the down. Oh, yeah. I was like, I figured they got one of those instead. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that one was also on my list. I was like, I'm not, I can't pick two. So I, but no, that's a great list. Goodfellas, man. What a yeah, fucking great film. list. I got, I got a couple of those in mind as well. Sorry. <laughs> right. I guess we all, all right, let's get into it. This. Go for it. So number five, I have Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith for Dazed and Confused. Oh yes. yeah! That's how the movie yeah. opens and it yeah. comes in is just like setting up the scenes, showing all the characters, showing the high school, like the sophomores and the and the uh, graduates. I guess you could say, <laughs> damn American uh, school system. <laughs> yeah, Ben Affleck with the wig on, Matthew McConaughey and everybody. So that one is super sick and. I couldn't go to number four without uh, shout out the fog hat in that one as well with with uh, slow ride like just a great yeah. just a great score man. yeah great. so good so good amazing soundtrack yeah next one is one we haven't heard yet sounds of the lambs goodbye horses cue Lazarus the one where um, she throws the basket up and she's getting getting the dog with the with the chicken bone. And he's like oh, yeah. doing the dance with his wig and like the skin on his head. And yeah, like, uh, yeah. Terrifying. Mm, that is crazy. terrifying. That movie's so scary, man. So good. Number three is also Layla by Eric Clapton in Goodfellas. You you killed it. So I'm not I said when Jimmy uh brackets De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> Wax <laughs> all hands associated with the big job. So that yeah. one's super sick. Number two is also Reservoir Dogs. Um, three number twos, gotta love that. And number one is from The Departed, uh, Gimme Shelter. Uh, yeah, opening that's scene where Jack, Jack Nicholson is like kind of opening up uh, the scene and talking mm-hmm. about the uh, what was it he says? I you can't wait, it, let wait for it to come to you, you have to take it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which is super sick. And uh, that that move, uh, sorry, that song is also used in uh, several Scorsese films. Is also in Goodfellas when yep. uh, Henry's cutting up the the stuff at Sandy's apartment, oh. and it's all it's also in Casino. Yeah, Scorsese loves Give Me Shelter. He, he uses it so many okay. times. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a that makes sense now. Where you were talking about the that's great, great multiple choice. Movies, yeah, yeah. That's something about these big mafia, these like big time mafia movies. Man, the music is all. I mean, Scorsese, Scorsese's behind a lot of it, and it's just you know. He's yeah, just... he he was same actor, same music, and somehow it's always amazing. <laughs> yeah, did I um, only had you... a bit of a, a, a chill day today, and I watched Goodfellas. So, oh, did you? Yeah. Damn, so good. Nice. I watched it. Yeah. I watched it there recently when um, guy died. Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta. Oh, oh Ray yeah. Liotta did yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Liotta. But yeah, uh, what, what a performance though! Like I was watching today, and the scene where uh, what's his like, what's his wife's name? Um, I can't remember the black-haired woman. Oh yeah, I, I like her name in the movie, or yeah, yeah. Like she, um, she calls her and says like the neighbor, Karen. like there you go, the She's neighbor Karen. like roughed her yeah. up a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he goes across the street and fucking pistol whips him. Yeah, fucking man. The, the, the scene <laughs> just before that, he pulls in the car and opens the door with a smoke in his mouth and like does a perfect strut. Oh, oh man. Like just, <laughs> just amazing. It's awesome. such a good movie. It's Great so time. good. Yeah. I watched it recently. It's just, it's one of those movies just like, I know this wasn't supposed to be a movie chat, but like I can turn it on anywhere, anytime. And I just glued, just, just got to watch it. Um, boys, the the stuck in the middle reservoir dogs was the one I was talking about in the group chat mm-hmm. when we were gonna do this. I was like, this is gonna be on everyone's list. We've talked about um him doing that before and how how funny of a scene it is. It's but, crazy, man. They just the, the way he does music, and it's funny. Like I was even kind of I almost picked uh Little Green Bag when they're all walking in the suits. Oh yeah, like that is all. Like just the music is just so good. I got some honorable mentions. I got some honorable mentions. So Perfect. The Hangover. We got Wait Till I Get My Money. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's a great. That's actually a great one. When they're like coming out of the elevator or whatever. Drinking Jaeger. Um, <laughs> Billy Squire, Stroke Me from Billy Madison. Uh, you guys might not know that one. What but was that one? What, what, which one's that? What's he doing? Is when he goes to high school and he gets in the car and he comes with his jean jacket on with the song <laughs> blasting. <laughs> yeah. And everyone calls him like a nerd. He gets out, like leans on the car. And <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a quiz. What does um, Nirvana, something in the way, remind you of? Batman. The, the Batman. The, the Batman. That that scene, I mean, that movie was good. Fuck, that's a good movie. It's a good movie. Fuck, fuck's good movie. Last one I got is Master of Puppets by Metallica in Old School. Oh man! Where he put on, oh, that is a great one. That yeah. is a really good one. That's very funny. What are they saying? So, that what does he say in the? Band? I feel like for the rest of my life now, I'll just be like watching movies of like boss. This one, this one, this one. Like yeah. just constantly. Like, this is so good rewatching movies but yeah yeah there's some there's just some perfect pairings man there's there's a there's something to it that you you see so many movies and like you're like you'd never even think about it and then some like they resonate so deeply i think the only one that maybe would have cracked my but i haven't seen the movie in so long but i remember really liking it is uh almost famous tiny dancer oh you guys are yeah where they're all mm. on the bus or whatever, and they all mm-hmm. just fucking like starts out like one person singing it, and then they just all chime in. It's a really good movie, but I don't oh, think yeah. I've seen it seen it in years. It's been a while. I was gonna say it's been a while. That's like another one I saw. I haven't saw in a while. I haven't seen in a while. Was uh, Breakfast Club? Like, don't you forget about me? Oh yeah, like that. Yeah. And like they jump in here, like ha, ah, they freeze. Me. 
<laughs> and uh, see now Benny, I'm think, now it's now it's coming out. Like now I'm thinking yeah. of more stuff. Yeah, juice is falling. Uh, Benny and the Jets and Coyote Ugly. That's that's a movie I haven't seen in a while. That's I don't even good. know if I've seen it. Though. No, I don't think so. Now I'm thinking Danger Zone and Top Gun. And I just saw the new Top Gun. Like, how did that not click until now? Anyway, I'm uh, sure I'll yeah. be in, I'll be in bed now with my sleep completely ruined. Just like thinking of songs. Guys, that was fun. Um, yeah, I, I think the the swaps, a great little exercise. Uh hopefully we do more stuff like that in the future. Anyone listening, if you have any ideas for us that we can kind of you know, kind of bends off each other. Feel free to, you know, send us a message on Instagram. Um, yeah, Grammys, see how the Grammys go. Like like I said, I think Beyonce's gonna sweep. I hope not. I guess we'll see. And yeah, tying the movies to the songs. That was really good. Had a fun time, guys. Again, just nice seeing you guys and just chatting about music. All right, everyone out there, thank you so much. This is episode 10, Two Sweet Podcast. And we'll see you next time. And it'll probably be in person. Until then, two. Whee!